from the 915 to H-Town, from the Panhandle Plains to the Valley, and everywhere in between. This is the 5050 Podcast, powered by College Promoters USA. Join me, Hector Cano, as we cover the Texas high school club and college soccer landscape, along with an inside look at the college soccer recruiting scene. The 5050 Podcast is a platform about the people and for the people who are dedicated to the beautiful game. College Promoters USA, founded and located in San Antonio, operates as the only family-owned college recruiting company in Texas that brings a truly professional, local, and face-to-face approach to area high school student-athletes and their families. If your son or daughter is serious about college athletics, call them at 210-494-6363 or visit collegepromotersusa.com anytime. College Promoters USA, the best investment a parent can make in their high school student-athletes. Here we go. It's another edition of the 5050 Podcast, live and back in the studios, fresh off our uh, our visit up to Moody Gardens in uh, covering the Tasco Texas High School Soccer Coaches Convention. And we are proud, uh, proud to be brought to you by our title sponsor, powered by College Promoters USA. College Promoters USA, they are America's premier college prep program and high school student-athlete marketing service since 1997. Those of you lo- uh, located in the in the local San Antonio area, you can find them in the Ventura Plaza Shopping Center. You can also find them on social media at Twitter at SATX Recruiting. And you can also find them on Instagram at College Promoters USA. And you can also get more information on what they're about and the awesome things they're doing on, th- on their website at collegepromotersusa.com. My next guest, he is the head men's soccer coach of the Sulphur Springs Wildcats, big supporter of the podcast as well. Lucky to finally have him on. He is Coach Alexi Upton. Coach Upton, how are you, sir? Yes, sir. I'm good. How are you? I am doing great. I'm doing great. Blessed, uh, blessed fresh off of a both not only a great Thanksgiving with the family, some downtime with the family. Mm-hmm. Uh, feel feel great, as I was telling people last week, and I sound a lot better in terms of the voice. Voice is almost fully back. <laughs> uh, so... Happy Thanksgiving to you. Happy Thanksgiving to your family. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. But also pretty stoked coming off of that fresh, uh, that fresh U.S. England uh, match, World Cup match that we just uh, got to witness a couple hours ago. So we'll talk a little bit more about that as well. But uh, but before we do, Coach, tell us just briefly for our, for our listeners, right? They they may not know in terms of where Sulphur Springs is. Maybe they've heard of it before. But just tell us briefly a little bit about you and how you arrived to Sulphur Springs. Yeah, we'll give you a little a little lowdown. So uh, my name is Alexi Upton. I am the head boys soccer coach at Sulphur Springs High School. Um, I am a Mesquite Poteet graduate. Um, I went to Mesquite, which is East Dallas. Um, I graduated there in 2013. We actually went to state my senior year, uh, which is a really great experience. Back when it was only 4A, 5A. Uh, yeah, so, so a lot of people, you know, kids know that about me here. And uh, that's a cool thing that we always get to share with them. Um, I saw I have a little medal in my office and they, they get they get excited for that. It's pretty cool. Um, uh, yeah, but that was a good experience. Um, I ended up losing in the uh, state semifinals. Uh, you know, that kind of sucked, but the experience was great. Um, the experience was one of a kind. And like I said, you know, it's kind of propelled me to get here. Went to college, uh, got out of college, was in Houston for a year at a small town called Bay City. Um, and then after that, I came up here to the Metroplex and interviewed with a lot of people and, you know, just Silver Springs was a place that was open and available and it gave me the opportunity to be a head coach and start my dream. So 
Uh, Silver Springs is about an hour east of Dallas. Um, we're kind of, you know, East Texas, you know, that everybody right. talks a lot about. And, you know, people yeah. are very vague on like, what is exactly East Texas? What does that really mean? You know, right. um, it's it's really it's really us. It, you know, I would say it goes like all the way up to Paris and then it kind of goes all the way down to like right before Houston. Um, and that's and then like everybody like east of like a highway, <laughs> uh, everybody east of 40 or Dallas. Uh, so uh, it's a big area. But, you know, East Texas is where some really, really, really talented soccer programs are uh, like consistently talented, not just like, oh, yeah, they were good like five years ago or, oh, yeah, they were good like back in the 90s. No, like these guys are year after year posting quality teams, really talented uh longviews lufkins mount pleasance us kilgore jacksonville i mean lots of east right. east chambers if you go way down there kind of like by houston um you know guys that are putting up like really good years back to back to back to back so yeah 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 i was about to say it's like don't forget east chambers I, yeah I no they're yeah good, really good well we just went down to 4a you know so i kind of like right changed my, i kind of changed my level of thinking you know i, I used to think big <laughs> i used to think really big and now i'm like okay we're 4a now we got to think to our to our yeah. people so Right, right. Well, I will say this is, you know, this came up, uh, this came up a handful of times in uh, what, <clears throat> excuse me, while I was in Galveston for the uh, the Texas High School Soccer Coaches Convention with TASCO is that for it, I and I would remind coaches pretty regularly just different. It wasn't even always through interviews, but it was <clears throat> and speaking with coaches that because I got this question a handful of times and it also just came up was the best match I saw all year last year. It was a it was a four A match. It was that that state title game on on the women's side between Salina and Midlothian Heritage. Was really good. <laughs> that was just start to finish. It was yeah. just it was just it was one of those matches where you where you where you remember where you were when you watched when you mm -hmm. saw it right because it was just it was that good end to end nonstop action and there was a lot of great matches in the state playoffs last year. But like I said, it's like it's they. The four, you know, four, they, they may be the, sm they're the smallest classification only in name because they mm -hmm. play, um, they play some, some, some good soccer, some big, big time soccer. So 100%, some, yeah. 100%. Don't let the foray detract. Yeah. No, right? Don't let that the girl, you know, girls kind of get a bad rep here and there about, you know, maybe the soccer's not as expansive, as flowing, as, as beautiful. That game right there, I've told several people, we were there, my whole staff was there. I was like, that is easily one of the best girls games I have ever seen in my life. I mean, like you said, it was it was end to end. It was fast paced. You like went to the bathroom and came back. You're like, oh, there was a goal. <laughs> like it yeah. was a yeah. it was a really, really, really good game. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I totally agree with you 100 percent on that. Yeah, great. I mean, great match. I think I've always consistently made the argument that, and and of course, right now I'm on the uh, I'm on the women's side of the house mm -hmm. in terms of coaching. But mm -hmm. I mean, there there is a part of the part of the reason why I really love coaching on the women's side is just they 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 don't unlike <laughs> unlike on the boys side on the men's side where mm -hmm. it's you call it gamesmanship you gamesmanship you call mm -hmm. it flopping whatever you want to call yeah. it. Right? Is on the yep. girls side they they battle they compete they do not go down unless you have to yank them down. So yeah, yeah. there's a lot there's a lot to be said in terms of the trade off and the technical mm -hmm. and technical components versus the the tactical and then of course the athleticism. But yeah, mm -hmm. so love love watching uh, the women's game as well. So all right. So in speaking with going back to the men's game is. Let's talk a little bit of World Cup action. Uh, your thoughts on uh, USA England today ends in a 0-0, nil-nil, whatever you want to call it, draw. I uh, wasn't just the result, but maybe how the game played out that I think was an eye-opener for a lot of people. 
Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think I think England is very conservative in the way they do things. Um, you know, just you watch them in several different tournaments and how they play their way they play. It's very interesting to see that they kind of pump off the gas a little bit every once in a while. You know, they're like, hey, we got our three points in the first game. We did what we kind of needed to do. You know, we'll put the same lineup out. We'll kind of put our tip, dip our toes in the water and we'll see how it, we go. You know what I mean? Because they, they weren't all out. You know, I mean, you watch them when they played Iran, like the, they were, you know, every ball was forward. Every ball was fast. You know, they were really getting in, getting in, getting in, getting in. And then when they played us, it wasn't that really wasn't the case. You know, they weren't really trying to be super aggressive. They weren't trying to be the top dog. They were just kind of, you know, hey, we're going to sit in this game, see what happens. And, you know, I think USA played beautifully. I mean, our midfield three, the MMA or whatever they call it, <laughs> of, uh, you know, yeah. Kenny Munsa and Adams is is phenomenal. I mean, there's very few – that midfield three is is as good as other big places. You know, the Spains, the Netherlands, the, you know, those three guys are really legit together. They play really well together. Each one of them has good strengths and weaknesses that they kind of, they kind of counteract each other, um, and it's beautiful. And I think Tim Ream is like a underrated, mm-hmm. uh, like I've always been a really big fan of Tim Ream, and like he is a yeah. underrated guy because you know Fulham, his club team Fulham, has done this like flip flopping, yo yoing for the past like four or five right. years in the Premier League, and two years ago when they were in the Premier League, I was like, oh good, everybody's gonna get to see how great Tim Ream is, and he never played. He played like four games out of their thirty-eight games, something like that. And they were like, they spent like 15 million on this center back and 12 million on this center back. And now those guys don't even play Fulham anymore. Um, And it's it's devastating because the dude is a dude, like great on the Mm -hmm. ball, super smart, captain material, very calm, very composed. Like, like, I'm really glad that he's finally like starting and playing for us because he's somebody that like in a position that we're really hurting in too. You know what I mean? Right. right. Hey, we don't don't really have any center backs. Yeah. He was, I think people forget he was a late, he was a late addition, right? He was. He was a late addition uh, to this roster, and yeah, I mean, <clears throat> excuse me. And in a team that is the second youngest, right? The second youngest roster in the tournament by only by I think six or seven months. Yeah, close. close I think yeah. it's real easy to point. <laughs> it's real easy to point out the maybe the guy that doesn't belong right up when you have a thirty-five-year-old defender. Yeah. But yeah, he's been solid. He's been. I think uh, Zimmerman had a bounced back and had a better game mm-hmm. uh, compared to the first game versus Wales. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I think, you know, I was listening to, <clears throat> excuse me, I was listening to Gareth Southgate's uh, post-match interview and you hit on something there. You talked about how England historically and Gareth Southgate is kind of known also uh, for, for playing a little bit more, maybe pragmatic, a little bit more, co- you know, conservative, as you said. Mm-hmm. Um, but all intents, all intent purposes after that showing versus Iran, they, a lot of people were thinking it's like, okay, this is. This England team, obviously, this England team is a legitimate contender. Tons of talent, tons of depth. Probably the best English squad uh, in over thirty plus years. But I think what what really surprised me in this match was England wanted to go forward. They knew they were going to have the ball more. They were going to. Re- they were their patience slowly as the game progressed and as the U.S. grew into the match turned into frustration. Mm-hmm. And I think because they were. Um, the dominance really for lack of better words, the dominance of that U S midfield. Right. Yeah. And uh, which, and they came up big. And uh, so, yeah, I think what really stood out in the final possession, I think ended up being 55 to 45 mm-hmm. uh, in, in favor of England. But I think a lot of that, that difference was really in probably maybe those first 20 to 30 minutes, because mm-hmm. that's where if you go back and you start to watch that game again, it seems like the U S grew into that match over the somewhere in about, 
after about the first 20 to 30 minutes, they started to settle in, play with more confidence, connecting passes, winning a ton of 50, 50 balls. Yeah. Right? So, and that matters. That matters. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, um, so yeah. So great play. Kudos to them. Now, but now that now they're in a uh, winner go home uh, in a must win situation versus Iran. I don't know. Did you get a chance to watch that Iran Wales match or that early morning one? In our program, this is what we like to call dog fights. <laughs> right, right. Uh, we we tell our boys that all the time. Hey boys, this is gonna go be a dog fight. You know, good luck. Yeah. You know, like we got we gotta go 110. You gotta go swinging. You know, first five minutes, uh, last five minutes, kind of thing. You know, you gotta be locked in the whole time. Um, but no, I didn't get to see the Wales Iran because we were actually traveling back from another state, um, and we just got it back here. Uh, but the keeper goes out and <laughs> gets a red card. Um, kind of hard to win games when <laughs> we can speak on that last year. We could talk about that last year with bad keeping situations and, uh, you know, really killed our, really hurt our program last year. Uh, but yeah, I mean, you know, you get a red card with the keeper and that's, that pretty much puts you away regardless of wherever it is, whenever it is. So, yeah. Yeah. So now, so it's, a, <clears throat> excuse me, it's an interesting group for every, most people thought England would have, would have already clinched the group, won the group. And and they haven't. And technically, Wales still has a small, I was about say, a small window. <laughs> Everybody thought they could win the group, and actually, they can get knocked out still. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Wales, I think Wales' shot is they have to beat England, obviously, and then yeah. they have to hope for for an Iran U.S. tie. The U.S. has to win. Iran only has to only has to draw. Only has to mm-hmm. tie. So yep. so interesting there. Um, obviously, other other scores from earlier today: Ecuador, Netherlands, and a one-one tie. Great, very entertaining match. Mm-hmm. And then um, the one I haven't seen yet, I haven't, I'll have to go back and try to watch Senegal 3, Qatar 1. Thoughts mm-hmm. on any of the other games today or any other World Cup action so far? You know, I my mom is not very a, a, a very, like, tactical. She doesn't know a lot about soccer in terms of, like, tactics and possession and things like that. But she's, like she's like spot on when she evaluates things. It's really funny. Like you get like, she, she'll say what everybody else is thinking, but not in like the, the way that we talk about soccer and the way, you know what right, I mean? Right. And so she said, you know, she was talking about Saudi Arabia and she was like, man, those guys, like they are, you know, we use terms like press and energy and, you know, she's like, man, those Saudi Arabia guys, like they were just all in. She said they were just going 110%. Like that's why they won the games. They were just killing themselves the whole game. <laughs> and I was right. like, yeah, you're absolutely right. And then, same thing about uh, Senegal. She was like, they're just a, they're, that's a good group. She's like, they just work hard. They're very organized together. Like, she was like, they just work really hard together. And I was like, yeah, mom, you spot on. I was like, they press well, they organize well. Like, but yeah, I mean, you know, Senegal's won African Cup of Nations and things like that. I think, you know, everybody thinks about England and Spain and Germany and they forget these, you know, these other teams, you know, I know that they don't play consistent high quality. It's kind of like the 4A, 5A, 6A thing, you know, mm-hmm. I think, I think that they don't realize that you know, these teams are still really, really good, you know, and just because, you know, they're a foray or they're Senegal, you know, it doesn't matter. They've got a lot of talent. They're very organized. They're very structured and they're going to go out and give you a good game no matter what. Yeah. So, so yeah. So thoughts on who's, uh, yeah, I think from that group in particular, Ecuador, Mm -hmm. Ecuador's kind of has looked really well. Ecuador was my two coming out of that group. Yeah. Excuse me. I know originally it was a lot of people. I had Senegal as a dark horse. And then of course they, and then not having Sadio Mane is huge. You know, so they're just not the same team. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Two of the, uh, the, I guess, smaller, lower ranked uh, nations. I think that have really looked strong to me so far, Ecuador. And then even, and in a loss um, just the other day was Ghana. 
I thought Ghana played uh, Ghana played, really well. Ghana played tough. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, and Saudi Arabia too. Saudi Arabia, but I think for me, who I've been most impressed with so far is has been clearly, I think, Spain and Brazil um, for different reasons. And Brazil ended up getting more of a fight from Serbia, which historically speaking, Brazil they do have a harder time figuring out those Euro- European countries. So mm-hmm. we'll, we'll see where that goes going forward. But uh, but now you know, with Argentina going down, Argentina's in a situation where if they, <laughs> If they lose tomorrow, if they if they fall to Mexico, they're out, right? They're out. They're mm-hmm. out. So, and I know there was a lot of arguments, <laughs> or not arguments, but discussion, conspiracy theories that Argentina purposely uh, purposely dropped points to uh, to Saudi Arabia to try to avoid Brazil, right? In the uh, in in <laughs> in the bracket. So, so yeah. will be interesting to see how Argentina comes out tomorrow. But uh, for me, so far, it's been Spain and Brazil, France. Uh, France right behind them, but I think mm-hmm. and clear going into today, it was Spain, Brazil, France, and England. I think England's got some things to sort out after today's match. But I think for me so far, it's been Spain and Brazil. Anyone who's uh, who who stood out to you the most so far? I think yeah, I think spot on. I I think you know the dark horses people that you were talking about. You know, a couple of people really made their case. And a couple of people, they were like, okay, maybe they're not dark horses. You know what I mean? Like, I think I think Denmark really made their case. Um, they played really well in a tie, and they have a lot of quality. I, they just kind of couldn't really score and punch it in. I'm really interested to see, like, when they play Australia, they take care of them. When they play France, like, can they keep compete with them? And then Japan. Like, Japan looked really, really good. Mm. You know, a lot like Saudi Arabia, super organized, super structured. You know, didn't make any mistakes, really. Very fundamentally sound. You know, if they were in any kind of trouble, they played out of it. Um, you know, they were just really good in Germany. Like, I mean, Germany's really good. You know, Musiala and all the talent that they have, they were just in and out of them 24-7. Yeah. But Japan was just, we're going to sit, we're going to play smart, we're going to relax, we're going to do our thing. Yeah. And, and they were really, really good. I was yeah, like, those wow. were those were two goals that came off of counters really mm-hmm. late in the match and what I think they were, what, like maybe five, five six minutes apart? I yeah, it was like 75 yeah. and 83 or something like that. Yeah, yeah something like yeah. that. Yeah, interesting. So that's one I still got to go back and watch. I've seen so far that one. I've only seen the highlights, so I got to go back and watch that one. So, all right, so let's transition here. Let's talk about last week, this past weekend. Yeah. Um, Tasco, right, up in Galveston. Beautiful Moody Gardens, for those of you that don't know, uh, recap – uh, the uh, Tasco Texas High School Soccer Coaches Convention took place la- last week, uh, November 17th through the 19th at Moody Gardens in Galveston, Texas. And, you know, Sulphur Springs kind of swept all like, I don't know what was going on. I don't know who you guys paid off, but I'm like, they're winning. You guys are winning tech ball tables, <laughs> all, all kinds of quick goal equipment. Uh, tell us man, a little bit about great, that. I got some great stories, man. <laughs> So, I mean, just the, the raffle, you know, so we won two things. We won the raffle, which they did like five packages of raffles, you know, enter your name, win the raffle. You know, so we won that. And I was like, oh, I'm shocked because literally I was talking to the president, uh, Jimmy Kruger. I was talking to him and he was like, he was like, what's your name? He was looking at my tag and he was like, what's your name? I was like, oh, my name's Alexi Upton. And he was like, you know, this was uh, this was the first day. This was on Thursday. And he was like, oh, you won something. And I was like, oh, did I? And, I, and he was like, yeah, you won something. And I was like, oh. he's like, stay around till the last day because I'm like, I swear it was your name. Like, I'll go back and look. And then he, Friday morning, he was like, yeah, it was you. Make sure you stay till the last day. And I was like, okay, sweet. So I won one of the packages and I knew it wasn't the, I knew it wasn't the really big goals. I knew it wasn't like the really massive package. Cause you know, the, you heard the story about the guy that came on the bus. Um, no. The guy, uh-uh. Yes. So the guy that won the $9,000, cause each goal is like $4,500. 
like the big goals that you put like on your field for game day and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, he brought it was from Corsicana, and they brought a bus because he needed a way to transport them back to his school. So he literally oh, wow. brought he brought wow. a yellow dog, a yellow bus, and he literally laid the the poles like flat through the the middle of the bus. Wow. Yes, sort of guy. Like so my man, so- my man prepared for victory. Huh? <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Well, I did not hear that one. I did not hear that one. Well, because they had the they had to call him that package. They call you like two weeks before it, and they say like, "Hey, oh, you, gotcha. know, you okay. want you want the biggest package? You know, make sure you, you're able to take care of this. You know, buy a U-Haul or whatever you got to do. You know." And so he yeah, but I bus. thought I thought that was I thought that was something that they shipped to you. I didn't know it was like, hey, here no, you go, it's no, here, take it home. Right here, you gotta <laughs> dismantle it and take it home. <laughs> and so yeah, it was crazy. And so we saw him on the highway, and uh, my assistants were in the car with me, and, and my assistant was like, dude, there's no there's no people, there's no kids in that bus. And I was like, yeah. I was like, you know, it's middle of the day. Maybe they're like taking a nap. Maybe they're going somewhere far. <laughs> I was like, I don't know, you know. But so we saw that, and that was crazy. But yeah, so I won the package, right? And that was super cool, like awesome. I stayed till the very end. And if you don't know this, like, you know, this is a little secret that, you know, maybe some coaches will see this and they'll stay later in the convention now. Tasco at the end of every convention just likes to give quick goal and Tasco like to just give away some stuff like at the very, very end. They'll be like, oh, hey, you know, here's some more, you know, those little flat markers or whatever. Hey, here's more. You know what I mean? Like, hey, we just got to get rid of all this stuff because they set it all out. And then they're just like, we got to get rid of it. We got to get rid of it. And so not only did we win the package. But I was talking to the quick goal rep at the very end because I was like, hey, um, our goals are broken and I need some of the pieces. And he was like, oh, hey, he's like, here's my here's my email. Here's my uh, card. Here's my contact. You know, whatever you need, give me a shout and we'll get it done. He said, do, you, do y'all want some more of these field markers? And he had like five boxes of these field markers. And I was wow. like, I was like, for sure, dude. And he was like, yeah, here, take it. <laughs> I was like another like three, four hundred dollars. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. The tech, the tech ball story was the funnest one by far. And I've told, I, I can't tell you how many times I've told the story. So, so I'm in the bathroom, right? I'm just going, I'm in the bathroom, just scrolling my phone. And I see a tweet from like 14 minutes ago and it was Tasco. And they said, Hey, uh, Tasco convention, uh, challenge, uh, go to the tech ball area and score a point on one of the tech ball people. And the table is yours. And I'm literally like in the bathroom using my phone. Wow. So I'm like, <laughs> like I get up out of my chair, like run to the run to the area, and then the the guy I told the guy that he's like, "Did you wash your hands?" I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, come on, man." <laughs> and yeah. so and so he's like, "Okay, so you yeah. you will play for one point. We can both go in this cold." He said, "You're the first person that's got here." You know, they I, the 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 president just came over to him like five seconds before I got to him. I was like, hey, I tweeted this, like, you got to live up to it because <laughs> they didn't even know. Like, <laughs> and so he was like, OK, whatever. And so he's like, you're the first person that's came here. You can either we can play one point cold or I'll give you five points to warm up. And I was like, nah, like I want five points to warm up because I've never played it before. It's really interesting, you know, how the ball. Yeah, bounces it's, fun. It. it's, yeah, fun. it's, it's, it's fun. really fun. Yeah. But I was like, nah, like I've never played it before. Give me the five points. And so he's serving me five points, like real soft. Like he's just like tapping it to me. Like I didn't know if he didn't think I was any good or what was going on. But trying to help you out, man. I I guess, but I mean, I don't know if he just thought like, ah, you know, this guy's not really any good. (laughs) And so he was playing me some soft balls, and I was like, okay, whatever, you know. I messed one up, you know. Maybe he thought, yeah, you know, whatever. And so he's like, hey, are you ready? And I was like, yeah, I'm ready. And he so he serves again, and he serves a really like really soft little ball again. I was like, oh, I got this, dude. I got him. <laughs> and so he serves it to me. I, I pop it up, and I just boom, like I got my leg over and like smashed it down and, and onto the table and out. 
And I was like, thank you for the table, sir. <laughs> he, he looked at me like, wow, what? He looked at me like, what? And I was like, yeah, man. I was like, I was just waiting for you to make it actually count. And he was like, well, we'll play. And then I was nice. like, do I, have to, I, do I have to do anything? And Because, you know, they were there, you know, you, you pay the shipping and, and you know, right, you right. can have it at your school or whatever. I was like, do, you, do I still need to, like, do anything or, like, social media? He was like, man, if you want to, like, say, like, at Tech Ball or whatever, cool. Yeah. He said, but it's yours, man. Congrats. Like, I was like, dude, that's so dope. And so, awesome. Awesome. Uh, yeah, so we actually have a big tournament coming up here, a big four-day tournament of, like, you know, uh, state runner-ups, Salina and Paris and me and a bunch of big people, all 4A, 4A only. Uh, and we're actually going to take that table. We're going to set it out, like, at our tournament and kind of mm-hmm. just let people have fun with it and play yeah. with it, have a good time. Yeah. yeah. So it's going to be yeah, cool, can- man. You can turn that into a fundraiser in itself, man. Yeah, so it's gonna be cool for us, man. Our kid, I'm excited that our kids get to use that, and that's something different and something unique. So, yeah, 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 awesome, great stuff. That's that's a cool story. Multiple. I hadn't heard the uh, the bus story, the school bus story either. Yeah, so that's pretty. Cool. That guy, that's that fun. guy was fired up too, man. He was he was like he was like, man, our goals are broken. We needed this so bad. <laughs> that's fine. Well, aside from Sulphur Springs winning everything, um, <laughs> what's your big takeaway from the big kind of what did you notice maybe what was different this year? And what was your big takeaway from the uh, the convention last week? Well, it's, it's, it's gradually gotten a lot better. Um, you know, this is my fifth year being a head coach, my sixth year in coaching. Um, and I've been through the whole like COVID debacle. Um, yeah. You know, so when I started my career, it was like, nobody cares who gets sick, you know, <laughs> crazy. You know, 2018, nobody cares who gets sick, just show up to school. And then now it's like, uh, you know, COVID this, flu this, flu that. Um, but Tasco's got a lot better because when I first got there, it was not like that. You know, you didn't get like sweet gear like this when you walked out the door. Um, you know, you didn't get like the cones and the whole bag and the whole nine yards. Like they've progressively gotten better about that. And they progressively gotten a lot better about who they brought in. Because when it first kind of started, I was like, do they just like ask some dude like, hey, do you want to come speak on the convention? And now it's like, oh, he's, you know, part of USC and he's renowned uh, United Soccer Coaches. Or, you know, he's got 25 years of experience or he's South Texas, you know, he's Gareth Click and he's South Texas's, you know, main man. Like, you know what I mean? Like they're all like really knowledgeable and really resourceful. And so I think that's something that's gotten a lot better about them is that they're getting like really high quality people to come speak. You know, they've always had like a few lecturers where you're like, oh, dude, that dude's Houston Dynamo or oh, that's a former U.S. men's national team player, you know, whatever. There was always like one or two. But now it's like. The whole cast is like elite, you know, a lot of really good people speaking a lot of really good stuff. So I like it a lot. I mean, you know, I bring my assistants every year and we just had a whole new girl staff and they they were like, man, this is cool. And I was like, yeah, we go every year. I was like, you know, you can learn a lot. You can meet a lot of people. Um, I said, you know, the networking is so fantastic. You know, just going there, you know, talking to people like you, talking to people like, you know, their other side of the state, whatever. Um, It's a really cool experience. And so I love it a lot. I think it's one of the best times of the year. Absolutely. Yeah, it was great. You know, it was from uh, from our perspective. It was also it was great to be invited there as official guests uh, of um, of Tasco. And excuse me. What I can tell you, too, is this goes way beyond just him. He'll be the first to tell you that because so many people, uh, the Tasco, you know, Tasco board members and Tasco staff, they Mm -hmm. do a lot behind the scenes. It's not Mm -hmm. just stuff that it's not just stuff that just happens. And it's Mm -hmm. it's really it's kind of one of those that I know from from the chief operator, the COO, right? Jimmy Kruger, from mm-hmm. his perspective, it's kind of one of those things where he's kind of already looking at next year, but I know mm-hmm. within, within probably a, a month or two, three months max, they're already, he's kind of already leading the charge along with the rest of the staff and the board 
in yeah. working on next year's, you know, next year's convention. So, mm. um, our first time being there, being invited, being able to speak with a lot of coaches, you know, we're some lessons learned in terms of things that we can do better for, uh, for next year, for 2023. But, um, it was great to be a part of it. It was great to speak to so many coaches and, mm. And a lot of it too is in terms of just the information, the conversations and the information off camera, right? Uh, mm -hmm. Not the interviews necessarily mm -hmm. that I did with a lot of great coaches uh, we were able to do, but also the, um, you know, the, the kind of situations that you can't experience unless you're there, like me running into you and your coaching staff at the hotel, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. You know, stuff like that. It's like I turned the corner and it's like, um, it was really cool to be able to just see you all interact with you all talk with you mm -hmm. all touch base, but with a lot of coaches, uh, mm -hmm. a lot of great, a lot of great conversations. And I think, I think that's, what's so big about when you attend these events is not more so than just the great, you know, the great material that's being provided in terms of classroom sessions, mm -hmm. field sessions, but also, you know, the obviously interaction with vendors, but when you get to speak with other coaches, right, different districts, different parts of the state, uh, doesn't matter, you know, different classifications, mm -hmm. you know, and and being able to experience and talk about some of the things that they experience uh, and how they handle them. That's to me, I think that's where a lot of the real, real growth, real learning, the networking, mm -hmm. that's where the real growth happens, I think. Mm -hmm. Yeah, 100%. Like I said, the networking, I mean, that's super cool. You know, I've run into people and I'm like, I don't even know where your school's at, man, but that's super cool, man. Like, let's have a conversation, you know what I mean? Yeah, and it's just yeah. cool, you know? I mean, you get so many, it's like, it's like showing up to a World Cup. I mean, you get so many, like, perspectives and people all over a certain, you know, demographic and, you know, region. And, you know, it's just cool that everybody talks about Texas. Everybody loves soccer. Um, everybody wants to see the beautiful game get better. Right. Um, and I think that's just what's great. You know, it's just a bunch yeah. of people that are invested all in on kids, all in on getting it better. Um, you know, and I see some people show up there um, and like, you know, just have like a great time. You know, they're not really like, you know, I'm like, why are you here? You know what I mean? Like, you know, come have the conversations and come learn and come, you know, we can always all learn. We can always all get better. Right, right, um, right. And so it's, you know, it's cool. I love it. You know, like I said, it's my fourth year going to it because two years they didn't have it. They didn't have a COVID year and they didn't have it the year after because it was like virtual or something. Um, but I've been every year that I've been able to go to and I've loved it to death. So. Yeah. Yeah. I know that one of the biggest conversations that I had with a lot of one of the topics that just kept coming up with a lot of coaches they didn't matter if they've been there for, you know, going 10 plus years, this, or it was their first year or someone like you in their fourth or fifth year mm -hmm. was just the amount of coaches that were there this year. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, oh yeah. It just seemed like this year, it seemed like they wow. kind of last year was the first year back kind of transitioning out of COVID. And then this year it was like, Okay, Dang. we're 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 back, right? Yeah. And yeah, yeah, I had a lot of first year coaches telling me it's like I had no idea that there was this many coaches across the state and uh, that were members. But I think one of the biggest things is from your perspective, right? Talking to maybe some of these other coaches that and and we're not just talking head coaches, we're talking assistant coaches as well, right? Mm -hmm. Maybe they're new to the game or new to their school, but they're not maybe they're not existing members or they've thought about, hey, I need to you know, the membership and going to the, uh, the convention, one of these, but they just haven't done it. Why do they need to do both becoming members and go to the convention from your perspective? Why do you think that is? Uh, I just think it's valuable. I mean, it's valuable. It's valuable for your kids too. You know, when you get to the end, you do all the, the, the voting for the, you know, the region and the state and things like that yeah. too. I mean, that, that kids love that kind of stuff, man. Like, 
I'm one of those people, you know, I'm not a big like participation trophy medal kind of person. You know, I don't like, I don't like that kind of stuff, but, but I am all about like district awards and stuff like that. I mean, like the honorable mentions and things like that, the people like brush over it. I, I love it, you know, cause that makes a kid like some kids that makes their, their year or their day, you know, whatever, like, Oh yeah, I got in this. Like, you know what I mean? Like it means the world to them, you know? So if, if you're a coach, like you have to be in that because you're going to get those great opportunities in the end, like the, like the, uh, what is it called? The um, one with the like the really good grades. Uh, I can't think. Of, I'm going oh, right The all all academic. Yeah, the academic academic, is, academic is, all state. Academic. Yes, is absolutely incredible for kids that you know maybe aren't super talented but are super smart. You know, and that's that's great for them. And then also the voting at the end, but also too, like I said, you know, like we just talked, the the networking, the ability to come in and learn things. Um, you know, there's a couple sessions or a couple things that you go to, and you're like, man, that was what was missing out of our group. You know what I mean? Like, hey, yeah. you know, yeah. this little bit of like, you know, transition play or wing play or how to play faster or how to play in this system. Like that was like the one little bit of thing that I like needed to hear. You know what I mean? Like and I think that's going to help our group a lot, you know. And so, you know, I, I, I really like that people come in there and, and, you know, you see people like active note taking. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they're all. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, that's great. Like I love to see that. I love to see that people are there invested in getting better and invested in like making our kids better and growing the right, game. Right, so, right, right. Yeah. So, so you've talked about, you know, you, you hit on a lot of great points there. Um, talk to us now as we kind of transition here a little bit, we start talking about kind of your role um, there at Sulphur Springs, but why, what is the importance of, of Texas high school soccer, right? Of high school soccer in general, but Texas high school soccer specifically. And what does it kind of mean to you personally? Uh, like I said, it means a lot to me, um, you know, because you because, uh, you know, we talked in, in the earlier session at the start about how, um, you know, I graduated in 2013 from Mesquite Boutique and we went to state that year. Um, and so, you know, we had this incredible journey. I had a really good group of friends that I'm still really great friends with, um, you know, 10 years after because now it's 2023. Um, and it just meant the world to me. You know, we went through this crazy run, you know, every game we won by one goal, um, you know, just nicked our way through everything. And some of those guys are still lifelong friends of mine. Um, and I think that's really what we're trying to create for our kids that we coach every day. Um, you know, whether it's your girls or my boys, you know, we're waking up every day and we're like, you know, how are we making this experience better? How are we making it you know, to where these kids wake up every day and they're like, man, I can't wait to come to school and I can't wait to get to soccer and I can't wait to get to wake up, hang out with my friends. Um, and I can't wait to listen to what coach has to say today. And I can't wait to see what we're doing today. Um, you know, those are really special moments. Um, you know, our big thing that we say all the time is brotherhood. Uh, it's on the back of our jerseys. Um, and that is key. You know, what does it mean to you? It means everything to us. You know, hey, that's your brother. That's that's your that's your best friend. Um, you know, you're going to go ride and die with that guy. You're going to go take care of that guy. Um, if that guy needs help in the classroom, I mean, sit next to him and help him. Right. Um, if that dude needs help, you know, getting across the line, well, then you better be right there at his back. Like, hey, come on, man, you got this. Uh, you know, we, we talk a lot about culture um, and a lot about, you know, the right thing and, and acting right, doing right. And that's what high school soccer means a lot to me about is, is teaching these kids, you know, hey, it's it, it's bigger than just soccer you know we're really trying to teach you how to be a better person uh, and yeah you know i i see that all across the state you know like you said we got some great people that do some great things and that's the biggest thing that we do as coaches and that's what we do as teachers is that you know we're trying to you know 
we're, we're, we're raising kids, you know what I mean? You know, we're, we're raising, we're raising kids and, you know, so why it matters is that, is that right there? Uh, you know, we're raising kids, you know, we're raising the next generation of kids to be, you know, leaders and top teachers and doctors and things like that. And, and we get to have interaction, more interactions with them than anybody in the world. You know what I mean? Like more than their parents, more than, you know, their classroom Absolutely. teachers, you know, you spend so much time with these kids, um, you know, rightly so, you know, in a good way. Um, so, it's it's a high school soccer is incredible. Um, it means so much to these kids. It means so much to me. Um, and your third question of the coverage is awesome. You know, I mean, you guys and lethal lethal enforcer over the past two three years is is bar none like the greatest thing that has happened in the past like in high school soccer because when i was in school it wasn't that like it was you got your you got your tasco ranking in like november and then you got it again in like january and then you got it again in like march and then like it was playoffs you know what i mean like they did it like every once in a while no big deal you know some people would like share on facebook that somebody won a game or somebody to it you know it's so much different now you know what i mean like you could go on to twitter and you can see everybody's here from like first game to last game, you know. Oh, we got knocked out of the playoffs last week. You know what I mean? Like right. yeah. it is so extensive. And you know, you guys have done a great job of that. Lethal's done a great job of that. And lethal really fires some people up because they rank people and they don't <laughs> rank other people. Like, I love it to death, man. It is yeah. it is fun stuff. Like, I yeah. love it to death. Um, awesome. but that's but that's awesome. The coverage matters a lot because kids love that stuff, man. I mean, this is a this is a digital world that we live in, and kids yeah. eat that stuff up, man. Like you know, we try to teach them, you know, hey, you know, the rankings really don't matter. You know, you got to go out and play, you know, you got to go take care of business. You know, I mean, those things are great, but but let's focus in on what actually matters. Right. You know? right, you know? right. <laughs> but yeah. but they love it. I mean, they eat it up. They're like, hey, coach, 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 we're number four in the region this year. Like, you know what I mean? Like, guys, we haven't played a game yet. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. And that's and we'll get to that a little bit more in a minute. But uh, thank you for the kind words. Definitely appreciate yeah. that. Or, you know, here we are. <clears throat> You know, we're we're young on the scene. Well, you know, next uh, next month, we're about three weeks away from hitting our two year anniversary. So hopefully yeah. we have a show coming out with that. So, you know, we're excited. We're blessed and grateful to be to play a small role in it. Uh, mm -hmm. And from our perspective, too, is is also is, you know, you mentioned the student athletes, you mentioned the young men, the young women. But we're also what we're trying to do here is galvanize and unify the right the state the coaches right the mm -hmm. coaches and and why that coverage matters right why yes we're in texas and obviously we know what is the prime we know what is the principal sport here at the high school mm -hmm. level we yeah. get that nobody argues that but that doesn't mean that uh our sport can't have their piece of the can't have their piece of the pie mm -hmm. and i think we're here to say that we want a bigger piece of the pie right absolutely 100 percent. i mean you know, I mean, I hear people talk about that battle all day and night long, you know what I mean? And, uh, you know, I mean, I just I just really don't ever I don't ever get it. You know what I mean? I'm like, you know, like you said, right. you know, why do we have to sit here and battle? You know, I mean, yeah. you can you enjoy yourself in the fall and we'll enjoy ourselves in the spring. You know what I mean? Like yeah. there's 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 room for us to, you know. You can have the pie first and we'll have the second pie when it comes out. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like yeah. it's it's really not a big deal, you know. And so, like you said, you know, unifying our people um, and saying, hey, you know, we're a, we're, a, you know, a group, an organization, a convention full of people that care about kids, care about soccer and just want to get better. Um, is really all that matters, because like I said, you know, from when I was playing and even before when I was playing, you know, in the 90s, uh, you know, I watched a lot of soccer Um you know, my dad would take me to high school games in our community. And even when I was a little kid, you know, I've just seen the progression of it and how it's gotten more 
more coverage, more teams, more schools, more, you know, more everything, you know what I mean? And, and so that just means a lot to me that, you know, it, people care about it. I mean, you look at the global stage, you know, there's three dudes from Dallas, Texas, you know, hanging out on the United US men's team national roster, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know, so it, there's really great talent that comes from here. You know, Dallas Cup, I follow Dallas Cup on Facebook. And, you know, Dallas Cup, you know, super huge tournament that, you know, everybody from all across the world comes to. Dallas Cup had like 101 or something like that, 101 players mm-hmm. throughout all rosters of the World Cup. Like they've been to the Dallas Cup at some point in their playing history. You know right. what I mean? Like, so, so much talent is flowing in and out of the state of Texas. Um, and, you know, a Houston area has big tournaments, things like that, too. Yeah. Um so much talent's flowing in and out of the state of Texas. And I think it's really great. Like you said, that like we just have this really good unified group of people that care about, you know, the kids and care about just growing us. And, you know, you can have a piece of the pie and, you know, we want a piece of pie too, because we think we have some really special kids, really special things going on. um, And, you know, we just want to share it, you know? And so, you know, kudos to you. Like I said, kudos to you and kudos to to lethal because, you know, you guys have made the game a lot more, uh, you know, more covered. And when you cover things more, it gets seen more. Um, you know, and that's what's cool. You know, I see I see on Twitter a lot of like of like principals and and high schools like, oh, our kid, you know, our kids are ranked number eight. You know what I mean? Like and that's cool because that stuff didn't happen when I was in high school. You know, that right. that, that didn't happen, you know, or oh, hey, our co- our head coach was on 50 podcast last week. You know what I mean? Or whatever. Like that's so cool because like that stuff didn't happen. Uh, you know, if you got interviewed after a game, it was like, what? Like, you know what I mean? Like, and so, you know, <laughs> yeah. so that, it's just cool. Like, it's just awesome. And, you know, that's, that's great that you guys do this kind of stuff. Right. So. Yeah. Appreciate that for sure. And I think, you know, two things, two quick points there so we can move on is that I think one, what I've noticed is <laughs> I think as coaches, we tend to forget because we're in our, obviously rightfully so we're in our own little bubble here in the state of Texas. Yeah. But, but I think we forget the level of, not just importance that's placed, but the level of the level of commitment from coaches, um, regardless of sport here in the mm-hmm. state of Texas and what they mean here in the state of Texas. Right. Not, and I'm not just talking football. I'm talking across all yeah, sports everything. right? Mm-hmm. at the high yeah. school level, high school sports and what they mean in the state. And I don't think you really realize that until you maybe you start having some conversations with coaches that are not from the state of Texas. Right. I can't yeah. tell you the number of, coaches i've had conversations with across the country go into shock when they find out that uh they find out that either the there's a state convention right at at this level that tasco mm-hmm. just had but also that there are um athletic periods across <laughs> athletic periods built into the school day for uh for the overwhelming majority at least on the public side on the private yeah. side that's a different that's a different conversation but uh mm-hmm. but yeah i think I think that can sometimes get lost. So I think, and that's what we hope to bring in terms of, in terms of the podcast and the coverage is, is unifying our coaches and a, a sense of pride in terms of coaches being, being a Texas high school soccer coach, but also, you know, that was one of the things that I got to witness up close and personal uh, at the Tasco convention last week was the number of, of actual soccer people air quotes, if you will. Right. Yeah. That are, that are in position to be, that are in coaches in coaching positions, I should say mm-hmm. um, for their respective programs across the state, but also, but also the fact that there is that sense of pride in being a, not only an educator, but a, and not only a coach, but a high school soccer coach. I think that was, yeah. that was really yeah. awesome to see up close and personal. An advocate, 
Like, Absolutely. you know, just, yeah, just somebody that is like, hey, I'm about, you know, just making this better for everybody. You know, not just my group of kids, but but every group of kids. And like you said, we we have like two or three people that follow us from Arkansas and from Oklahoma. And I've talked to a couple of them and it's just like they're like, wait, you have you have uh, you have a varsity and a JV and a freshman team? Like what? Like and then they're like, wait, you have a you know, it's Hope Springs. OK, by the way, I am currently sitting in what is one of the best facilities in the state of Texas. This is an office, and right outside this window is a 120-yard uh, multi-purpose facility indoor. Like nice. us, Allen, <laughs> Prosper, <laughs> Texas High on the border, Louisiana. Like there is very, very far and few people that have this. Like you know, so like you said, you know, I mean, you come to Texas, you know, the stadiums, how incredible, you know, this stadium and that stadium and that stadium is, you know, and you go to other places like Arkansas or Oklahoma, and you're like. This is your high school stadium, like you know, what I mean? like this looks like you know somebody's elementary school that they practice you know a track at, you know what I mean, you know, like in Texas, you know, and so you got to realize that you're so grateful. You you got to be grateful for that kind of stuff. Like you right. know, we have some amazing facilities, and like you said, you know, everybody just every day wants to make it better and better and better for our kids and for the coaches and for the teachers and for everybody. You know, so it's it's awesome. I love the yeah. that. So. Yeah, right, and rightfully so. I think a, a growing, a larger growing number of athletic directors slash athletic coordinators at the ISD mm -hmm. level, at the school level, and administrators that really that are starting to see that, that are starting to get that. And I think that's mm -hmm. the importance of how our coverage of our game of the Texas of the Texas high school soccer you're seeing can help grow that as well. So, um, all right, coach. So let's transition here. Let's talk about, let's talk about you all now. Let's talk about your boys. So mm -hmm. looking back to last year, you were seven and five in district finished third qualified for the playoffs in 15, five, a last year. Yeah. What, what were, you know, before we talk about this year, what mm -hmm. were maybe, what was maybe that the one biggest lesson learned from last year that as you prep getting ready days away from the start of the season this year. So I'm going to actually take back two years. Um, so, so two years ago, we went, we went 17 and 11, 17, 11 and one, I think we went to the third round. We played our district opponents Longview in round three. We're up one, nothing in the third round in a, in two minutes and 38 seconds. We scored a goal with two minutes and 38 seconds left. Our dudes are like cloud nine, like we're in the corner, ah, you know, having the time of our lives. You know what I mean? Like our, like we lost, I want to say like three, one in four one or something like that. Like they won the district that year. We're up with nothing to them in the playoffs game. Like we played beautifully. We sit, we're organized. Like we did amazing. Score a goal off a counter. Keeper comes out crazy. We scored. Everybody's like cloud nine. Well, then we give a free kick with a minute 30. They score. They end up beating us in overtime. They end up going two more rounds. They they take care of they handle Frisco easy in the fourth round. Uh, and then they actually go play Wakeland and everybody knows Wakeland. Yeah. Um, I mean, they play Wakeland and they play Wakeland really, really well. This is two years ago, uh, 4A or 5A Division II finals. Um, then, and it was only one nothing. And it's crazy. You know, I tell our guys every day, it's crazy to think that we were so close to that. You know, I mean, guys, we were up one nothing with a minute, with two minutes and 30 seconds left. Like that could have been us. Like yeah. we were two yeah. steps away from, you know, being big time. And so we have a lot of guys that are in this group and are seniors and are in this, you know, senior year and junior year that were a part of that. And, you know, so that's what's really great is that we've learned we've learned a lot of lessons in the past two years. You know, the first one we learned that we learned that year was like, hey, you got to go finish games. 
and you got to go be all in from the first whistle to the last whistle, you know? And I mean, you say that all the time as a coach, but it's really like that moment right there where they're like, whoa, like, okay, that's what he meant by that. Like we had to be all in, like we checked out and we got burned, like, you know what I mean? And so that, that, that was really, Oh, appears appears like we might have some slight technical difficulties there with Coach Upton as we are uh, re reassessing trying to get him back here. So, um, so one of the things one of the things we we're going to talk about with him as we wait for him to get back is, you know, they going they go seven five in district play last year as he was talking about two years ago when they finished third qualified for the playoffs, but also in fifteen five and talking about playing with a lead, right? So a big lesson learned there. Um, and I think for, for many of you that might be, might be listening for our student athletes right now that are, that are watching the world cup is you'll notice that's one of the biggest things. I mean, case in point, uh, case in point was the, the U S uh, the, the U S first match versus Wales. So coach, welcome back. We're talking Sorry, about, my bad. <laughs> no, you're good. You're good. Sometimes it, on occasion it happens with our, yeah. we have those technical issues, but what we're hitting at is kind of recapping what you were talking about. And really the big thing is learning how to close out games and how mm -hmm. to play, play with the lead, right. Is that you, the U S versus Wales match, perfect example. And I think mm -hmm. it's one of the big things that, or young men and young women across the state right now, they get to watch that at the highest level right now with the men's yep. world cup, right? Is because mm -hmm. that's still an ongoing trend that you're seeing is teams, mm -hmm. certain teams struggling to finish out, to close out games and playing with the lead. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so, I mean, that's something that we really learned in that moment, you know, and something that we really talk about now as we transition down from five to four mm -hmm. is, you know, going and being ruthless, you know, going and being like dominant, you know, guys like, We've kind of had to be the the kicking the 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 guy that gets kicked at the bottom of five A. We were the second smallest school in five A. We were twenty one kids above the number. Like, so we you know it's really interesting to be like, hey, we're the big dogs now. Like, we got to go be dominant. We got to go you know step in every game, and you got to go one hundred ten foot on the gas. You know, I want to see you know six two Iran England score lines. You know, I want to see us being dominant, pressing hard. You know, I want to come out of the game and people are like, whoo, those like those Sulphur Spring guys, like they ain't they ain't playing around. Like they're they're here to win, they're here to get after you. Right. Um, you're not gonna outwork them. You know, so we learned that about how to finish in the in the two years ago. And then last year, like you said, we went eight and fifteen or seven and five district, I think is what you said. We had not won a game before the game right before district. So we went either want to say either oh and nine or oh and ten all the way through tournament season. And so, cause our third scrimmage were three and zero in scrimmages. We beat Salina who won, who went all the way to the state tournament. Like we were, we were, we were flowing. We were feeling ourselves great. We're up three, one to Greenville, which is our, our, our rivals next door to us. Our keeper comes out to try to catch a ball and just bam, this dude runs into him, shoulders him, snaps his clavicle. I mean, his uh, collarbone, three yeah. inch separation, horrible snap done done like done for the year yes and so we're you know we hadn't lost a game yet i mean we're fine we're feeling good about ourselves like the kids are great we just won this little scrimmage tournament at our house and salina was in it we beat another team we beat greenville i mean we're feeling good and then snap gone done and so we're like geez <laughs> you know right. and so um the crazy thing was we put five different kids we put 
the two JV keepers, the two freshman keepers. We pulled a kid from basketball. We tried a kid in the field, red goalie. Nobody could do it. Nobody could do it like like the guy that we had, you know. And thankfully, the guy that we had, he's a senior this year, so he gets to go live his senior year, which is great because, like, he was, like, so devastated and, like, you know, borderline depressed. You know, a kid was down on himself. I'm like, hey, man, like, you're going to be senior next year. Like, your time's going to come, man. Just, just relax, you know. Right. But we learned, like, everybody is valuable. That's what we learned last year. You know, and I think that's a really crazy thing because, you know, you talk about like 26 man rosters in World Cups or you talk about, you know, a lot of conversations that people like to have at like tactical conventions is like, how many people do you have on your varsity? You know, that 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 little, you know, story always happens all the time, um, you know. And so we learned last year, everybody's valuable. I mean, you know, you take for granted like, oh, we have a really good keeper or we have a really good guy up top that scores, you know, 25 goals or something like that. Oh, just give him the ball. He'll take care of it. You know what I mean? You take you take advantage of those girls and those guys that you know that lead you and win you games, but everybody's super valuable, um, you know. And so when he came back in the off season, like the kids are like, "Hey man, we're glad to have you back, man. Like we're gonna take care of you." I got I got guys now that like they'll go one on one with the keeper, and they'll like jump over them. You know what I mean? Like they're like they're like we're not gonna hurt you ever again, man. Like, you know what I mean? Is it like football? You got him you got him wearing a red a red penny out there? It's like hey, no contact, right? no contact yeah. with that guy. You know, but yeah, yeah, no, for real. You know, we learned that a lot because, you know, we tried all these things and none of it worked. And we went 0-10. Um, and then we played a really bad 4A team. We kind of smacked them. And then, you know, we went 1-10 and going into district. And, you know, you got, the JV. You got, hot, you got hot at the right time. Yeah. The at the right time. And, yeah, and you, the, played, you played a very tough non-district schedule, right? Which yeah, yeah, no matters. Well, we play a really hard district schedule because when we were in 5A, we played Mount Pleasant, who is – I mean, I think there was like between like 2017 to like 2019, I think it was Mount Pleasant, Wakeland, every uh, yeah. regional final. I mean, they're really, really good. And people don't really know like a lot about them. I'm like, dude, these East Texas Mount Pleasant dudes, like they're legit. They play a 3-5-2. They played the same way for 10 years. And they're freaking really, 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 really good. Like, um, you know, and then we played Longview. And Longview just went to a regional final two years ago in, in the Dallas area. You know, if you go to a, a regional tournament in the Dallas area, like you are a really, really good yeah. side. You know, and that's no, yeah, no coincidence. No coincidence. That's who you finished behind last year in district play, right? Yeah. It was Mount, Mount yeah. Pleasant and Longview. There's something yeah. there's something to be said about that. So so as we look forward, we look obviously you find yourself in 4A this year, 13 4A now. Mm-hmm. Um, and we've we already discussed that 4A is it's really just a number in the grand scheme of things, especially mm-hmm. playing in your region. Um, what has you maybe the most excited about the upcoming season in your squad? Um, a lot of things, you know, like I said, a lot of seniors that w- were a part of this big experience. You know, this is my fifth year here. So, you know, we've had these dudes since they were eighth graders. Um, you know, we've had them since they were babies. They've learned how to like what we expect. We want to press hard. We want to play fast. We want to be entertaining. Uh, and they've also learned like the expectations of like, hey, this is how we handle ourselves. This is how we travel. You know, I mean, all the little nuances that, you know, you know, you know, as a really good coach, and that people don't really talk a lot about, but like those kind of things. And that those guys really get to have like a really great senior year and experience, hopefully, you know, fingers crossed. <laughs> uh, but, you know, because we actually get to go compete for a district title, you know, in the, in, in the 5A sc- scheme, you know, it's like, hey, let's go make playoffs. You know, the big goal is like, you know, let's get in, you know, let's do what it takes to get in, you know, especially when you're playing like powerhouse people, you know, hey, let's do what it takes to get in. We're going to try our best to compete with those guys. But at the end of the day, we want to get in and we want to go, you know, make a run. But now it's like, hey, like, you know, we kind of get to be the guy, you know, we can go win district, 
you know, we can go, you know, maybe we can go a couple rounds, you know? And so, but there's still a lot of talent out there. You know, I tell people all the time, there's, you know, Paris is our next door neighbor in our district, 45 minutes up. And they're really, really good. They're always three, four rounds, Jacksonville, Palestine, Salina went, went to state final, yeah. Uh, yeah. you know, it's a gauntlet, you know, I mean, you know, right. I was reading, I was reading those lethal lists and I'm like, man, that dude at number 12 is still legit. You know what I mean? Like, I was oh, like, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. you get down, you get down to like 10 through 15. You're like, Hey, that guy's still pretty good too. You know? So it's, it's a hard, it's a hard region. Yeah. Um, you yeah, know, no, I no. talked, I came from, I did my student teaching in Braunfels and I went to Texas state university and then I was in Houston for that year. And so I've seen other regions and, you know, a lot of, when I talked to a lot of people like at Tasco and stuff like that, they're like, Oh, you know, Dallas, you know, like y'all think, you know, you're the hardest region. And I'm like, well, and I'm like, well, no, like I've been places, like I've been other places. And I think, you know, I was in New Braunfels and that San Antonio area has got a lot of quality in it. You know, the, the, the Brandeis's and the Johnson's and there's a lot of quality in that area. And then I think, you know, some Houston's got a little bit of quality too, but Dallas just has like an overwhelming amount of quality. I mean, just like that school's good. That school's good. That school's good. That school's good. You know what I mean? And I think that's really the big difference is that it's like, there's so many really, really great people, you know, rather than you go to San Antonio and you're like, oh, you know, those two guys are legit. Or you go to Houston and you're like, oh, those three guys over there, they're really legit. You know, it's yeah. like, nah, you play a legit dude week after week, especially like when you go to 6A and it's Prospers and Allens and McKinney Boyds and, right. <laughs> you're like, right. you know, it goes on and on and on. You're like, God, every week's a dog fight. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Yeah. And I don't think you're, I don't, I don't think we're surprising anybody really, but yeah. <clears throat> And saying that, and you can make the argument on the boys' side, but definitely on the girls' side for mm -hmm. sure. And yep. the boys' side isn't too far behind, yeah. uh, if if at all, is that you know the the DFW Metroplex is largely regarded by many many scouts, many college coaches. It, it's a must in terms of recruiting, and mm -hmm. it's it's regarded by many as probably the second most talented hot you know hotbed in the country behind uh, SoCal, behind Southern California. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So. Um, that, that can be argued obviously but i think i think the big thing is also is is that there is so much talent beyond just dfw right um texas so, is crazy so yeah 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 it is like it is. like so, you were talking about east chambers like we were we, like we were like don't forget about them you know when i was talking about the geographic of east yeah, texas like yeah. i mean that's a little tiny town i mean if anybody's actually been to east chambers like that yeah. place is like tiny it's like on the map like oh you're like oh yeah those guys over there but you know yeah. i mean there's talent everywhere i mean we could play people that some people have never heard of, you know, being in East Texas. And I'm like, guys, don't sleep on these dudes. Like, they got two or three dudes, and they're legit. You know what I mean? Like, right. they're a really good team, you know. And so that's what's cool. You know, you go around mm -hmm. the state, and you see these teams, and you see these kids. And, you know, you have all these – you have the college uh, recruiting network. And I just love that there is so many kids that love the beautiful game. And I really hope Absolutely. that, like, wh whatever it is that they want to do, I hope they can do it, you know go to the next level and play college or try to go pro and go overseas, or maybe just go be a doctor or a nurse or a, you know, teacher or whatever, you know, whatever it is. Like, I think that's so cool that there's just so many kids out there that are just, the game's growing, the game's getting bigger and bigger. And that's really what it's fun to see yeah. and fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, the, so obviously you have, you have, I know just 13 seniors in itself and you have a lot of talent coming back. And usually this is a tough one in terms of asking a coach this, but I'll ask it anyway, is <laughs> give us maybe one or two players, coach, that uh, that you that you can highlight because we know you got a, a ton of talent there. But maybe what's one or two coach, one or two players, I should say, of yours that more people should know about across across the state. 
Uh, yeah, absolutely. I have a center back. His name is Matthew Clark. He's a senior, um, and the dude is just a guy. He plays for Solar um, in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Uh, we don't, you know, you know, people talk about, you know, since we're so close to Dallas, Fort Worth area, like, oh, we, you got a lot of club kids and da da da. We have three. We have three out of eight out of eighty-five guys because we have three full teams. We have three. Um, and so it's crazy. Like we really, you know, we're just far enough that we don't really have that, you know, we're about an hour and five minutes away. So like kids struggle to make that commute. So they really don't make that commute. Yeah. Um, you know, and so he, but he is a dude, I mean, he is just so composed, like great center back, like, you know, comparison is like, like, like a Tim Ream. I mean, really like, just like really calm and really collected and just laid back. He makes great decisions. He's never panicked. Um, you know, and like even our kids, like they'll be going on, on a morning with them and stuff, and they'll be like, dang, freaking like he's just so hard, like he's just so calm, like you know what I mean? Like they'll try to rile him up and they can't even rile him up, you know. So that's funny. Um, and then we got a, a winger, his name's Edgar Salazar, he'll be a senior as well, too. And he has so explosive. I mean, you know, you just see those little guys, like the little you know, Venetia Juniors of the world, where they're just so right. explosive, you know what I mean? Like, and the, you're just like how did he get from like, they're there, like, you know, by Akosaka's kind of guys, you know, they're like they just flew right by you. And you're just like, what the, you know, and we play with our kids a lot, you know, I'm still, you know, I'm 27 and I'm really young and I'm, I'm in pretty good shape. You know what I mean? And so me and my assistant, we're both really pretty young. And so we play with our kids a lot, you know, like we have open days where we play like small sided games or things like that. You know, we hop in the session and we just, you know, you know, we'll play, you know, whatever five V five or transition game or something like that. And we'll hop in with them and we'll play with them. And tip of the good indication of like, man, we got some pretty good talented kids. It's like a kid just blows right by me because, you know, I, I can still play pretty well. And I'm like, God, he blew right by me. Like yeah, he's going to be course. he's going to be hard. He's going to be hard to mark. You know, yeah. if some sophomore defender that this is his first year on varsity is going to have to cover that kid. Like, good luck, my man. Good luck. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, I'm 27 year old and I'm pretty physical and pretty tall. I'm 6'2". I'm pretty good size. I'm in good shape. You know, so. You know, I mean, if some little if some little sophomore is gonna have to cover that guy, like you know, bless you, man. You know, <laughs> so, so you know, it's just I mean, we got some good guys, you know, and I think if it all comes together, we're gonna be we're gonna be really dangerous and we're really talented. Yeah, so. awesome. He is Alexi Upton, the head men's soccer coach of the Sulphur Springs High School Wildcats. Coach, we start to transition here. We get ready for our next segment, but before we do, I'm gonna ask you one final question, kind of put you on the spot here. So, uh, so. The twenty the twenty twenty three Sulphur Springs high school soccer season will be a success if oh good question uh it'll be a success if everybody stays healthy and we just focus in on each game one game at a time um I think if we can do that we'll be really successful and really really just the goals that we want to do uh, we like I said we got that really big tournament at the start of the year that you know Salina Paris you know all these like teams from all over kind of the Dallas Fort Worth area are coming to for it only um, and if we can just kind of progress through our season and just win games and be consistent I think we'll be really really good. Awesome. Well, so, and now again, give us give us info on that. You said you're hosting a tournament yeah, next for January, right? Lethal is actually, you know, he he was like, we don't host tournaments, and I was like, well, host ours. And he was like, okay, well, what do you want me to do? And I was like, just cover it, like you know, just do what you do, you know. And so actually, it's actually called the Soul Springs Elite Invitational, hosted by Lethal Enforcer. Um, yeah, and so that yeah, so that's actually really cool. You know, it's, I think it's the first time he's ever done anything like that. You know, we still don't know who this masked man is or whatever. You know, but uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, but 
that's I mean, you know, two teams from Fort Worth, including Diamond Hill, who's always a high ranked team, uh, Canyon West Plains, uh, Paris, Salina, Sunnyville, a lot of really good guys in our area. I mean, really good four day tournament. Like people are going to see this tournament and be like, damn, we got to go to that next year. Like, you know, this, this and is give us. Just, Give us a through the, for that fifth through, the, fifth through the seventh. It's that first week that you can start playing those tournaments. Um, first weekend, so, January. 15th, yeah, so. yeah, awesome. yeah. So that'll be really cool, man. We're really excited for that. Um, you know, and just host that and have a good experience. Nice. Yeah, nice. I met a couple guys at the Tasco Convention, and they were like, "Hey, man, we're fired up for your tournament." I was like, <laughs> "I was like, there's gonna be a tech ball table there, man. Let's go, baby." <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. Awesome. Again, he is Coach Alexi Upton, the head head varsity men's soccer coach of the Sulphur Springs Wildcats. Coach, great first segment. Uh, Good info. I know we're going to have you come back right now for a second segment, Counterattack. We get to pick on you, have some fun. Uh, not at your expense, but we just get to uh, have a little <laughs> bit of fun. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after a quick word from our sponsors. Yes, sir. College Promoters USA, founded and located in San Antonio, operates as the only family-owned college recruiting company in Texas that brings a truly professional, local, and face-to-face approach to area high school student-athletes and their families. As the lead sponsor and proud supporter of the 5050 podcast, alongside Coach Hector Cano, College Promoters is proud to be elevating its support for the college soccer recruiting process more than any other service in the country. If your son or daughter is serious about competing in college soccer, call College Promoters USA directly at 210-494-6363 or visit collegepromotersusa.com anytime. College Promoters USA, the best investment a parent can make in their high school student-athlete. And we're back with Coach Alexi Upton, the head varsity men's soccer coach at the Sulphur Springs Wildcats. All right, Coach, it is counterattack time. You ready? Yes, sir. Let's all right, get it. we fire off some random questions at you. Let's see how you handle them. All right, so all right, so now all of these apply to you now as a coach, not as a player. Okay, so okay. First one, any I love asking this one to coaches. Any game day superstitions or rituals? Ooh. Um... Yes, uh, we have one. Uh, we have one. We, we. I, I got this from my head coach actually when I was in high school. He used to he used to start our prayer. We have a big prayer circle, um, and he used to go to the corner of the eighteen and take a knee. Um, and he that's just where he'd start the prayer circle, and he would do it every time. And like a kid would go over there and like stand in the corner of eighteen, and we'd all be like, "Dude, dude, get out of the way!" Like you know he's coming. Like you know what I mean? Like like kids knew it was a thing, and so like our kids know it's a thing now. Like you know, and they're like, "Hey, like no, nah, that's his spot." And then you know they'll come get in right next to you or whatever. And but it's that's a really cool thing that we do every year. And we have some super sick pictures of like just like some guy with a really like legit camera has like all of us in like a nice big circle praying. Like those yeah. those are really cool, and our kids love to share that kind of stuff. So. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That's the one superstition. Like I, I stand on the corner at 18 and we do the prayer and like I have to do that every day in game. So there you go. All right. Good. Awesome. Thank you for sharing that with us. All right. Next one kind of switching gears here song that you are afraid to admit that you secretly like. Uh, be a song out there that you, you wouldn't normally admit in, in public. I mean, I don't know. Nothing really. I mean, I'm a dad. Um, you know, I have a two-year-old son. And so, like, I love, like, like Bluey and, and Mickey Mouse. You know what I mean? Like, the songs yeah. come on, and I'm just like, 
sing, I'm like jamming with it. You know what I mean? I think that's yeah. kind of funny. You know, as a dad, you're like, you know, I never really thought I would listen to, be listening to this dumb stuff, but but here I am. You know what I mean? Enjoying myself. You know. So I guess that's kind of embarrassing. But I don't. There's not like a song out that I am embarrassed no. of. So. Okay. Yeah. I don't know why. Lately, some people have been reaching. For, I don't know why. They just they reach for Taylor Swift. It's like everybody <laughs> listens to her, but nobody wants to admit that they listen to her. So I don't know. I mean, know. she's I like a global on. icon. So I mean, right? I don't see right. how that's yeah. embarrassing. Yeah. Yeah, I know. I know. Yeah, don't uh, <laughs> just don't say don't speak bad about her to Ticketmaster though. So. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> All right. Next one. Morning person or night owl? Which one? One hundred percent morning person. I can wake up at like five, six a.m be productive get a bunch of stuff done by like you know we have an eight period day here in social springs like by like six seventh eighth period i'm like oh. you know what i mean like i'm like i'm yawning i'm like yeah. somebody got like a red bull or something like you know what i mean so i'm definitely yeah. i mean i'm kind of a night owl too though like when we get in the season i'm a little bit of both like i'm like worthless in the middle of the day but like i'm kind yeah. of a night owl too because when you get in the yeah. season you know you have long nights and like I'm like wide awake, like on the touchline, like, ah, you know, we scored a goal, ah, you know, yeah. it's like 930 at night, the game's almost over, you know what I mean? But I'm still fired up, you know what I mean? So it's a little bit of both. Like I'm worthless in the middle of the day. That's probably it. Yeah. I don't think, I don't think our student athletes will ever really understand that sometimes when you, as a coach, especially as a head coach, and when you're kind of, you get home, obviously, because sometimes they can make for long nights, right? Mm -hmm. Just time of day that you're playing plus travel, especially mm -hmm. if you're on the road, but when you come off of a big game, win or lose, but especially when you win, uh, I don't know, maybe sometimes when you lose, um, you're still buzzing. I mean, coming off of that high, right? Mm -hmm. That, yeah. Right. And so, yeah, so that can be tough. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, you don't right. go to bed till like midnight and you're like, uh, you know, you're I know. a little I bit. Know. <laughs> yeah, you're in line. So, all right. Meme, are you a memes, meme, gif, or emoji person? Which, which one? uh that's a good question uh not really memes i'd probably say um, gif or emoji i sent a lot of gifts to my fiance so i'd probably say gif yeah. um but yeah go. what's yeah. what's the go-to that you can share obviously that you can share. <laughs> <laughs> um uh, i don't know i'm trying to think of one i always send her this little donald duck and he always goes like you know, like, so she's like, hey, take out the trash. You're like, hey, go pick this up. I'm like, yes, sir. You know, oh, what I mean? just like, following orders. Yeah. All right, there you go. So it's kind of funny. I mean, probably, probably that. All right. All right. Favorite. This one always, for whatever reason, for whatever reason, ruffles feathers, but I'll ask it anyway. So favorite and least favorite soccer team. Ooh. Um, yeah. Well, I'm a United you can't fan. Say, you can't say Sulphur Springs either. No, 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 no. I'm a United fan. Um, I've been a United fan since I was a kid. Um, you know, really big goal of mine is to go to England and just like see clubs, like not even just Manchester United, but like go to like lower level clubs, like Division Ones, Twos, you know, lower leagues, and just like because the culture there is insane. You know, just like how they just like live and die for it is just incredible. Yeah. Like I just want to see that. Like I want to experience that. Um, but I'm a big United fan because when I was a kid, it was all their success years. You know, like you know, the Skulls, the Gigs, the Van Estroys, the Roonies, you know, uh, so much talent, young Ronaldo, uh, so, so much talent at that time. And I really got to grow. And then obviously the club I don't like is Man City. Um, and I, I just don't, I don't like them because like, it's not like a true, like, you didn't earn it. You know what I mean? Like, it really like, it just grinds my gears so much. Like, I think about like all the success they have now. And like, it just seems to like, a guy came in and gave them like a ton of money and was like, Hey, we're going to rebuild, rebuild this team. You know, kind of like, I, I feel like that's how Newcastle is going to be in about five years, you know, cause they got the we'll investors. That, we'll I know, yeah. Cause they have the investors yeah. that they have now and they're cut. They're like yeah. third or fourth in the table right now. 
Yeah, they're uh, gonna they're gonna stick yeah. around. But they're, and I, I actually had this conversation with uh, with a, a friend of mine just the other day. Is that <clears throat> I think the difference now? Don't get me wrong. The funding mm -hmm. it is what it is. I I, yeah. I completely agree with you, but. I think the difference why for me it doesn't bother me with Newcastle because I'm Newcastle is not my primary team, but I just mm -hmm. have always been good, you know, a good close personal friend of mine was that was his team. I've mm -hmm. been there to St. James's, you know, St. James's Park to watch a couple of games. Oh, that's cool. A couple of matches. And uh, so I follow them very closely, right? Even though I'm not per se, they're my, they're my team. And uh, the difference I think with them is watching them now is – is they finally have maybe an owner, right? And and argue what you will, but they finally have an owner willing to invest some money and match what that that supporters those supporters are in for them. deserve what they deserve. Because mm -hmm. I think as a whole, top to bottom, I think you talk about. I mean, just you just look at where Newcastle is located in the country. Like no, <laughs> you know they have fierce fierce quarters, and no one travels yeah. more. No, no one travels more than them. Yeah. You know, and, they're, and, they're, and I think. And that's a special place. That's a special club and their supporter. It's always been supporters up here and the product on the field was down here. Right. Mm -hmm. So I think it's, it's pretty amazing to watch. Yeah. yeah but so. like I said, Manchester United favorite club and then city obviously probably not least favorite club, yeah. just because like the, the investment of the money, it just rubbed me the wrong way. I was like, you know, you guys weren't even relevant like 20 years ago. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Well, it was a good run. You know, I, I joked about how I'm tired of having United fans on here. You know, it was a good run. We had gone a few episodes without having a United fan. And then um, unfortunately you had to ruin it coach. But I <laughs> So, all right. Uh, next one. You are appointed the soccer. This is another one I love asking coaches. You're appointed the soccer czar, new position, right? Soccer czar in America. Um, Ooh. And you get to change whatever you want. What's the most important thing, very first thing you change regarding soccer in America tomorrow? Um, I This is actually something that I'm like super passionate about. Um, and something that I like, like my main goal is like not to be a high school coach. Like I really want to move into like, like, I want to be Greg Barhalter. Like, that is my goal for myself. Like, I want to be high up, like, FC Dallas or San Antonio FC or United States Men's National Team. Like, that is a really big goal of mine. And the reason why is because I want to change some things that are, you know, fundamentally wrong. Like, you know, be a U.S. president of U.S. soccer because, like, the club system is a mess. The club system is an absolute nightmare, a mess. Like, the, the fees that kids are paying are insane. The, the amount of games that kids are playing and just getting beat down is just too much. Like, and then like the infrastructure of coaching, you know what I mean? Like, like, like there was a dude that was making a joke on Facebook today, you know, a coach of mine that's at Norm Mesquite. He said, uh, you know, it doesn't take a USS a license to see, you know, da 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 da. He was talking about something, but he, but right, he said right. that and it triggered in my mind, like, you know, that whole system's kind of messed up too. You know, I mean, there's guys like me that, you know, you're you know eight nine years into coaching and you know you maybe only have like a d or a c um you know and then some dude that played three years in the mls gets to just like fly into a b license you know what i mean like what is right. what like you know what i mean so like there's a lot of things that like are just kind of jacked up in the united states soccer system the whole college thing you know there's not really a lot of opportunity for guys um you know obviously yeah. you know title nine and things like that you know i understand i get why but just, you know, if we could kind of chip away at that, you know, and make it a little more opportunities for kids, you know, I think that'd be incredible. You know, it's a lot of things, a lot of things. You said one thing, I'd be like, we got a list, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, there's something to be said about, I was having this conversation, <clears throat> excuse me, 
at my school, right at St. Mary's Hall, I was actually having this conversation with our lacrosse coach not too long ago. Was he had no idea that there's only four four D one men's soccer programs in uh, in the state of Texas, right? So uh, I thought it was three. No, it's it's four. So, um, so SMU, yeah, so I, HBU, SMU, uh, what is now Houston Christian, right? Yes, UI, UIW down in San Antonio and Carnegie Word, yeah. and then uh, Rio Grande Valley, UT. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I always forget about them. Yeah, yes. Yeah, so, yeah. if you go back ten years ago, there was only yeah, it was it was really only SMU, right? Yeah. So yeah, so so I think yeah, there's and rightfully so. I think Title Nine full supporter of the women's mm-hmm. game, obviously, mm-hmm. but I think one hundred percent. There's in terms of our overall game in the state of Texas, I think, yeah. yeah, I think there's something that needs to needs to be closely looked at there. No doubt. No doubt. So, yeah. all right. Next one. Who would play you in a movie? <laughs> oh, um, who would play me in a movie? Uh, I don't know, man. I hope it'd be like a, like a young Will Ferrell. Um, just <laughs> Will That's a just, yeah. just somebody light and, and you know I'm super chill and nice and you know just light on my feet you know crack some jokes like you know what I mean like just somebody that's just you know like a like a Will Ferrell or like a like a Andy Samberg or something like that just somebody that's go. just like a good light personality that has a lot of fun like that's really all I'm about you know and that's what we try to teach our kids too you know just go live every day and enjoy it you know what I mean there's you know one of the beautiful things going back to your, you know, like topic number three about why high school soccer matters so much is like they get to like just leave everything that happened in like maybe their personal life or their day or whatever. And like the second they put their clothes on, like let it go, bro. Like just let it go and come join us. You know what I mean? And come have a good time and do the thing that you love to do. I think that's what's really also great about high school soccer is that like yeah. they get to have that girls or boys or whoever, you know, whatever hard situation you're going through, like just, just, just let it all go at the door and just come join us. You know what I mean? And so, like I said, you know, that's something that we teach and I'm, I'm light and laid back. And so <laughs> somebody fun is having a good time, but somebody that also like has that heartwarming, you know, moment, you know, I feel like Will Ferrell, you know, he's cracking jokes 24 seven and there's like a beautiful light heart moment. And you're like, oh, okay. Yeah. I was going to say, is that like kicking? What, what was it? What was that? Kicking, and, kicking, kicking and screaming <laughs> Will Ferrell or which one are we talking about? Yeah. yeah I don't old, know. Old I don't school know, but... Will Ferrell, which one are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So our first Will Ferrell reference. Uh, like there you that, go. So, so. All right, next one. King Kong or Godzilla? Didn't didn't King Kong win in the last movie? <laughs> no, I don't think Did, so. Or they just like parted. Oh, they like parted ways or whatever. But like they ended up partnering up. I think after a while. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I don't know. I mean, I don't. I don't know. I, don't, I think they're both great. And it's like one of those things. It's like, why do you have to pick Messi or Ronaldo? You know what I mean? Like, just enjoy them both. Like they're about to both be done. You know yeah. what I mean? Like. So enjoy them while you have the well, chance. Well, King like, Kong and Godzilla aren't going anywhere, man. They're going to be around for a while. So. They're going to be around for a while. But, you know, like the Messi Ronaldo thing, like they're both here. They're both probably in their last World Cup. Like just get your popcorn, sit back and enjoy it. Right. You know what I mean? Like right. it's it's not it's not going to be here for a long time. So yeah. Um, yeah, wrap your head around the fact that if, as I mentioned earlier, God forbid, Argentina loses tomorrow to Mexico. It's like they're done. They're, they are, they're eliminated. They're done, done. Yeah, they're, they're eliminated. Done, done. Right. So, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So interesting. I like how you dodged that King Kong Godzilla question. By the way. <laughs> All right. Next one. Something you discovered about yourself during the pandemic. Ooh. Uh, I know we all had them. We all had them at some point. So something I discovered about myself. I don't, I don't really uh, know. Hobby or something you needed to do something you had a chance to do more of or something you're like, Hey, 
I'd never done this before. I'm going to try it now, or I had to do it now. Man, kind of like it. I dig it. Stayed with you. No, I don't think anything. I think maybe just, you know, being a dad, um, you know, we had our kid kind of through that pandemic. Um, oh, and so yeah. kind of when all that happened, I got to, you know, be more like dadish, you know what I mean? Rather than like if you were at school and you're gone eight to five, you know what I mean? Right. Uh, you know, so I think that was kind of cool. You know, that was something that I got right. to kind of, you know, do more of. Um, so that was, that was really neat. Um, yeah. You know, hey, I could just stay at home all day and kind of just hang out with my kid. Like, dope. like you know what I mean? Yeah. So that's cool. It was cool. Yeah, no doubt. It was great. It was such a blessing. Yeah. I think if you ask my wife and, and kids, my girls, it, it was a blessing at first, but after about two months, it was kind of like, hey, dad, don't you have somewhere to be? Somewhere to go? You know, it was like, yeah, they, they quickly realized that dad wasn't meant to be at the house. Yeah, home 24 7. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. So, all right. So, uh, next one ability to superpower question here ability to speak every language or talk to animals. Mm, definitely the language one. I mean, I think that's so cool. You know, like if you could go to like the Qatar World Cup and you could just like, speak to all these different, you know, people and listen to their right. stories yeah. or, you know, like travel the world and go talk to people in their native language and just like learn about things. Like that is something that's super cool of mine. Like you said, I want to be like, I want to be a pro coach and I would love to do that. Oh yeah. I'd love yeah. to be like the Jesse Marsh that's like gone to Germany and then went to like uh Red Bull and then went to Leeds. Like he's gone to all these kind of different places and had all these experiences. Like that is, that is so killer. Like that is so yeah. awesome. And I would love to like learn languages as I'm in other countries. Like that is. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if you've seen um, some of the, uh, one of the video clips that's floating around social media right now with, oh my God, his name escapes me. Um, The uh, Saudi Arabian coach, right? He's Mm -hmm. like, he's talking to them. Yeah. 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 He's talking to them in a pregame halftime speech. And it's like, he's, man, he's, he's He's fired up. He's dropping English. He's dropping French a little bit of air. Even though he has a translator there, he's dropping a little bit of Arabic in there too. It's like, it's phenomenal. Yeah. It's sweet. Yeah. It's phenomenal. Yeah. So, and how his players respond to him. That's, that's I'm a hundred percent. I'm like a hundred percent white. My last name's up 10. Like, like I keep, I keep the pants on at all times. Like, you know what I mean? White, white. (laughs) Um, But like, when, you know, when I go to the beach, you're like, oh, there's the farmer's tan. But like, I, mean, I, I talk to my boys in Spanish a lot, you know, and when yeah. I have the opportunities to. And, you know, you know, I've picked so much up because, you know, like I said, 2013 state and I play with a lot of Hispanic kids um, and all through college. I hang out with a lot of Hispanic people. And then my six years of teaching has been, you know, predominantly Hispanic kids that play soccer. And so I have like tried to pick up so many things that are like valuable words that I need to say or like hear, you know what I mean? And so I'll say it sometimes to kid. I'll be like, you know, this, this and this. And, you know, the kids will be like, oh, like I didn't even know he spoke Spanish. You know what I mean? And so it's it's really cool because, yeah. you know, you it shows the kids that like you care that little bit more. You know what I mean? Like, hey, I'm making a real effort to like speak to you at your comfort level. So that way you can like be a better soccer player and a better person. You know what I mean? So the language thing is a big for me. Like, right. Yeah. Well, in our final question here, as we uh, wrap up here, so this one might be the mother of all one or other questions, right? More so than King Kong or Godzilla, more so than Messi or Ronaldo as, and in keeping with our world cup theme here, I'm sure you've seen the commercials on it too. Which one is it? Is it soccer or football? Oh, this is I, this is a no brainer for me. Like it's a hundred percent football. It's a hundred percent football. And I, I I've heard like everybody's like reasoning and rationale behind this, but like football should not be called football. Like it should be called like American football or you know or something else. You know what I mean? Like people should say like, oh, this is American football. 
like, you know, pigskin, you know, all that whole nine yards. It's, it's, it's football because, you know, it was derivative of England and that's what they call it. You know, I know that every country, and then I know that every country like calls it something different. You know what I mean? Like, right. you know, you know, you know, Mexico because it's football, you know what I mean? And, right. you know, everybody has their own little different way of calling it. But like, it's just like so weird that we like said soccer one day and like somebody said that I was like, no, like I'd rather yeah, I lived in, I lived, yeah. I lived and coached in Italy for three years and it was, it's, it's cultural. Everybody knows yeah. it's cultural, right? So, yeah. yeah. So no yeah. doubt, no doubt. Yeah. So, but I mean, I think you can go either way. You know, I think, I think it's cool that we call it soccer and that like the rest of the world, you know, I saw this big like Facebook thing about like, you know, what each country calls it, like you were saying, like in Italy, right, um, right. you know, and I just think that's super cool. You know, not everybody has to call it football because, you know, whatever, but um, you know, either way is cool. I, I don't really care either way. I'm not like, heated about it, but, but I think football, if you said pick one, it's, it's football. You know? Right. Right. Yeah. Awesome. Well, <laughs> excuse me. Well said. Um, Coach, this has been awesome. I know. Great conversation. Love finally able to get you on here. I know. I uh, was hoping we could maybe make it work during, uh, dur you know, dur last week during the uh, Tasco uh, convention. Uh, but, uh, but yeah, no, this, I think it worked out for the better being able to get you on here. So uh, kind of an extended interview. Uh, great, great information. Uh, we really appreciate your time and coming on. Uh, wishing you and your boys and all of uh, Sulphur Springs the absolute best this upcoming season. Sure. Uh, but before we go, as is customary, we'd like to kind of share final thoughts, final thoughts, final words, something on your mind, or thank you, shout outs, whatever you want to share. Uh, but the floor is yours. Uh, nothing, man. I just like I said, you know, like we said earlier in the interview, just appreciate you, you know, like you and and, you know, social media outlets, like Lethal Force and people like that, that are just trying to make the game better, um, you know, for our kids and for, you know, our communities. Um, that means the world to, you know, people like me. Like I said, you know, I, my, my end goal is to get as high as I possibly can. Um, and it helps that there's people like you that are, like, caring about building the game. Um, you know, I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy that we have, like, some bad media coverage of, like, soccer like, and I'm sure you've seen that in several places, like as the World Cup's going on, you know what I mean? Oh, like, yeah. like oh, there yeah. was like that, there was like that picture about like uh, LeBron and all this, like the starting oh, 11 thing. The imagine if our best. Yeah. Yeah. Play, yeah. And I was oh, like, yeah. I was like, dude, we have our best athletes playing in the World Cup. Like, you Sports know, Center, Sports Center got roasted so bad yeah, on bad, that. They deleted, bad. they deleted, they deleted the picture. Yes. They deleted the post. Yeah. And they I'm just it. like, yeah. I'm like, it's 2020. To 2023 about to be like how do you yeah. not still like how do you not understand soccer and how to talk about it and how to cover it like i get that you guys do football and basketball like 25 7 but like come on now like come on now like right. somebody's got to be in the office in the back of the office at the at sports center like hey hey no 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 that's how you say it or don't do that you know what i mean like yeah. so like yeah I but just, but you know i think it's one of those things that you hit on a great point that as just like we're seeing, I mentioned it earlier, right? Just like we're seeing with, with coaches now across the state. Um, yeah, just like we're seeing in our larger soccer community across the country, Texas high school soccer across the state is you're seeing more. And, and it's kind of the same thing with with uh, sports analysts, right? Is mm -hmm. you're seeing younger blood kind of gradually coming in. And mm -hmm. these are people that have grown up with the game. These are people mm -hmm. in many cases that have played the game, right? So mm -hmm. they understand how to speak it and the coverage and uh but yeah because it can be pretty horrific <laughs> to watch the traditional i cover football basketball baseball trying to speak so and, and i think in many cases that's part of the reason why 
by traditional media, soccer doesn't get covered the way the way it should is because they don't have any representation. They don't know how. Well, well, not only that, but they're intimidated or for lack of better words, intimidated Mm -hmm. by the lack of understanding how to cover it. Right. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. So. So, but anyways, anyway, but uh, yeah. just shout, shouting you guys out, you know, great things that what you do, you know, my district is incredible. Like I said, you know, right next door yeah. outside this window is 120 yard facility that people don't have. <laughs> it is it's yeah. a bar none incredible. Our stadium's incredible. Um, this is a really great place and I love it here. Um, I can't wait to uh, have a really great season and just put us on the map. You know, when, when I got here five years ago, one of my biggest goals was just, Hey, you know, I want to get silver strings on the map. You know, I want to I want to do some big things and get us there. And like I said, you know, super huge tournament starting this year. Uh, you know, we're at we're at Tesco Convention stealing prizes from everything. You know what I mean? Like we're getting our name on the map, and people are hearing about us. And like I told I told my assistant yesterday, I was like, dude, we're I said we're doing it. I said we're finally getting there. You know what I mean? I'm like when me and you started this, like that was our goals. Like, right, and we're finally, right. and it's finally happening. You know, so it, it's cool. And I yeah. just like I said, thank you for everything you do, and it's awesome. Awesome. Thank you. And likewise, I appreciate it. Thank you for what you all are doing. And like I said, it's, it might be just your little small, your little small corner of the state, Uh your program, but that's, that's kind of how the progress comes, right? It's one program at a time, one district at a time. And I think part of what you're doing there in terms of just you all put out just exceptional content on your social media as well. And it gets noticed. So I, I think it's very important that you all get acknowledged by that and get some kudos on that. So keep it up. Uh, because we notice it here at the podcast. So, mm-hmm. um, so great, great job on that. And uh, quick plug coach, anything in terms of where can we, where can we find you on social media and where can we just get more information on your upcoming season as well? It's all the silver strings at SS high soccer. Um, it's Twitter. It's uh, the only thing we really use. Um, we use Facebook and that's just kind of our community of parents and moms and people like that. But uh, just the at SS high soccer. Um, and then, you know, we do a lot of stuff on there. We've been dropping like a video a week of like hype because we just changed our logo. Um, and so like I have like nothing like I was going to wear something. I was like, I don't even have anything to wear. You know? <laughs> and so we don't have any like gear really yet, you know, like 30 years of gear. And, you know, like I said, Wakeland, uh, that 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 coach that's there, Andy Holt, was a coach at Silver Springs. Right, right. And I texted him when we changed the logo and I was like, hey, like, can I do this? And he was like, man, it's your it's your program. Like you do whatever you want. He was like, but I'm hurt that you're changing my logo. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and so, you know, it's just, you know, I mean, you know, just stuff like that, you know I mean? But it's a great, it's a great community and it's great people. And like I said, you know, thanks for everything you all do. It's awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Well, I will say this. You didn't, you didn't just change it, but you changed it with a great quality logo. So I will give you guys kudos on that. So it's, we it's got, one thing when you great see media people, we got some great yeah. media people in the school. I mean, I got three nice. or four people that do like a lot of media stuff for us. Like the video is a yeah. dude. The, the crest was another dude. Like we got some, well, make sure you make sure you share this with them because they definitely yeah. deserve the kudos and take care yeah. of them because it, you're right. It matters. It matters. Yeah, it does. And it gets noticed. It gets noticed. Yeah. So, yeah. So thank you again, coach. And our final thoughts, uh, my final thoughts at least is um, just, great today. I, I think speaking to not only just coaches, but really speaking to student athletes, doesn't matter. You don't have to be six, five, six, two, six, three, um, to be able to excel in this game, work ethic, confidence, mindset. I think as, as kind of referenced and embracing being the underdog and team and unity and fight. And I think what was great to watch in today's USA England game was you saw not only did you see some of the the traditional classic traits of a U.S. team in terms of fight, right, 
uh, but and you know, but also and spirit, but also you saw, you know, you saw what was great to see was the evolution of not only soccer IQ, but also mm-hmm. technical ability, ability. Mm-hmm. in that midfield, particularly in that midfield, right? Which I think, you know, Gareth Southgate talked about it so much. It's like, hey, this US team, it they made it really, really hard for us to consistently get the ball into our attacking third, right? Mm-hmm. Which and when you look at it, I think that was that was kind of the eye opener, right? Was how much England actually had to defend in their defensive third at times in that match, right? Yeah. It wasn't just one counter and that was it. Uh, but then you saw elements of that as well with the U.S. looking very dangerous on the counter, right? So, uh, so yeah. So I think in speaking to all of the, all of that to say that I think doesn't matter regardless of what what size you are and the ability and and getting caught up in the whole hey imagine if our best athletes played soccer now Mm -hmm. i think you know work on your craft right Mm -hmm. work on being a better a better teammate right but also just your technical ability and get in there and take advantage of being able to watch this world cup as we start as we start to progress into our seasons here yeah and over the next couple of weeks and watch them right watch these professionals and how how they handle situations, how they play and learn from it. This is like probably one of the best, one of the world's greatest films that you get to watch in real time. So, yeah. Um, so yeah, so take that for what it's worth, but kind of our final thoughts and congratulations again today to the U S men's national team on a, doesn't matter about the final score. It was just, it's how they handled themselves and the attitude and the performance. I thought it was a, it was a very classy performance. So. Mm-hmm. 100%. So yeah, so awesome. So, all right. Again, thank you to our listeners. Thank you our, to our supporters, uh, for ev- everyone out there, uh, those listening to us. And we're up to forty countries now. No idea how that happened, but being able to be listened to in forty countries, we're appreciative as always. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving break to everybody. We know those of you across the state are getting ready to get started officially November twenty eighth as the UIL high school soccer season kicks off. So best of luck to everybody. And uh, to our listeners, keep doing your thing. Keep supporting us. Keep downloading. Again, you can find us on social media, on Twitter at 50 underscore 50 pod. You can find us on Instagram at 50 underscore 50 podcast. We are now, as you know, we're also on on YouTube, but we are now, this is our very first episode, our inaugural episode on Twitch. So get on there as well. So thank you again to Coach Upton, his staff at Sulphur Springs. Best of luck to everybody Mm -hmm. and to our listeners. Until the next time, you know what to do. Keep downloading and keep listening. You've been listening to the 5050 podcast powered by College Promoters USA. Help us continue to grow by liking, rating, and subscribing on all major podcast platforms. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at 50 underscore 50 pod, on Instagram at 50 underscore 50 podcast, as well as on YouTube at the 50 underscore 50 podcast. Until the next time, keep downloading 